I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Got my hair did today. Got mani-pedi. So, you know, was able to just like switch my day around. Did some things in the morning and the afternoon. Um, and now I'm, I'm here with you until seven o'clock. So, uh, so, and we've got uh, Jacob and, and Joe who are producing the show. So gentlemen, appreciate you. 800-919-3776. We're going to get to your calls in just a second. And Jacob and Joe, I want you to chime in here. Okay. Because, um, so Daniel Jones is the 23rd, right? 23rd. No, that's not in order. Uh, anyway, uh, let's do this. Daniel Jones, uh, this past season made $6.4 million. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go up to the top here. Uh, and and, and we're, I'm, we're talking about an, an average. Okay. So, uh, so the highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now is Aaron Rodgers at 50.2. So keep in mind, this is another discussion that we're going to have, by the way, uh, pertaining to the Jets, right? And, and why I think the better option for the Jets is Derek Carr. Not to say that Aaron, that, that Derek Carr is is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but A, you don't have to give up draft picks for him. B, you don't have to eat this contract that the Green Bay Packers agreed to with Aaron Rodgers, okay? So um, second highest quarterback is uh, is Russell Wilson at 48.5. I'm going to stop right there, guys. Would you rather have Russell Wilson at quarterback or Daniel Jones? Um is is in in our is that even a conversation? Are you even contemplating? Are you thinking like, hmm? Did, did did you just stop for a second and go, hmm? Just curious. Well, what offense are we running? Are we running the Nathaniel Hackett offense or the Brian Dable offense? No, uh, but, yeah, Brian Dable. But but that's not my that's not my based based on what based on what you saw from from Daniel Jones this season. I'm just I'm and and of course you know Russell Wilson was was absolutely horrible most sack quarterback in the NFL 55 sacks I, I think I do I love Sean Payton I think Sean Payton's going to turn that around by the way but I'm just like is that even a conversation did that even make you go hmm hmm so Russell Wilson 48.5 Kyler Murray 46.1 Deshaun Watson uh the, <laughs> It, it will be it will be a fifty five million dollar hit, but it's it's forty six like in regard to the average forty six million. He got a large signing bonus. Patrick Mahomes forty five, Josh Allen forty three, um, and 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 again this is what this is what their average is. Dak Prescott forty, Matthew Stafford forty, Kirk Cousins thirty five, uh, Jared Goff thirty three point five. Um, so, so I guess I, I, what I'm asking is where, so where, where does Daniel Jones fall in? Does he fall in between Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins? Does he fall in between Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff? I definitely would take him over Carson Wentz. That's for sure. No? I mean, without question. Yeah, I would, but I mean, is that really saying much? 
to be paying like to justify paying Daniel Jones. I just again, I, I like I'm just I'm I'm throwing it out here, food for thought, right? Like like in in because these salaries are public knowledge, right? Like, like I'm sure, like you know, Jacob, and and not naming any names, I'm just, I'm sure you feel like you're a better board op than X. If you knew what X was making, <laughs> oh, and they geez. were, and and they were, I'm just, no names, no names, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like if 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 everybody's salary was out there in public knowledge, and you felt like, you know what, I'm a better board op, I'm a better producer than X, I'm making twenty thousand dollars less than him or her, them. Oh, absolutely. They, absolutely. Uh, you're right. You're going to be like, hell no. What's this? So, uh, you, you know, we compare, we compare our, our productivity. We, we compare who we are in the workspace with, with others in regard to what they're making. Right. And so because, because these salaries are public knowledge, I just think it's an interesting conversation to have. Like where does, where does Daniel Jones fall in the landscape for you like i'm not a huge Dak prescott fan okay i i think i think that there i think that there is as crazy as this sounds i think that i think you have a better opportunity in the long run winning games with daniel jones over Dak prescott i i I do believe that i i have i'm just not love the man off the football field i hear he's a minch on the football field, not for me. He's making forty an average of forty million. Okay, so so there's that. You know, and then also there's the difference of like guaranteed money, not guaranteed, like fully guaranteed, like the entire contract guaranteed. Listen, Daniel was very fortunate this season to not get injured. But one of the biggest knocks, and from what was communicated to me, is to the reason why if the if the Giants would have just picked up that option. That fifth-year option, like I said they should have, would have, should have, could have, right? $22 million, like, you know, in hindsight, if they know, if they, if they knew then what they know now, would they have picked it up? Obviously. What, what you, you know, they, we were not sure how Daniel was going to respond to Brian Dable's system. And, and, and again, I think the bigger, the bigger issue was, could he stay healthy for an entire season? Because he hasn't been able to do that. So I think a lot went into into not picking up that fifth year option, you know. But but nonetheless, there's that. So again, I I I do believe they should have picked up the fifth year option because um, even so, like look looking around the league and and you know, and, and that being at twenty two million dollars. Okay, so if if the Giants would have picked up the fifth year option, it would have cost them twenty two million dollars coming into this season, 2023, 2024. So where does that fall? Ryan Tannehill's making twenty twenty nine five. And then it's a big drop. Jameis Winston, fourteen. Marcus Mariota, nine point three. Trevor Lawrence, but again, Trevor Lawrence is playing on that rookie deal, nine point one. Joe Burrow's playing on that rookie deal, 9.9. He's going to get... Now, Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, this offseason, this is going to be the year that they're going to talk about a new deal for Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, more than likely, I believe, is going to step into 2023 with a new deal. And I do believe that that deal is going to be up in, in, in the roundabout, you know, 48, 45, 48, maybe even more than that. I, I love Joe Burrow, by the way. I just... 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on Cincinnati this coming season. I'm all in on, on Joe Burrow winning the MVP. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch has been holding on for quite a while. I apologize, Mitch. Welcome in. Not a problem. How are you doing, Edith? I think uh, I want to see another good year from uh, Daniel Jones, but I would love to see the Giants draft for quarterback in the mid-rounds. Or even a hook, Heron Hooker uh, is good, and detail is very interesting. I think um, I think he'd be all right. Um, we'll see if, you know, if Daniel Jones can repeat himself. But he has an insurance policy. And the Jets, too. What happens if uh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Derek Carr don't want to sign with the Jets? Then, then what do they do? Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, there, there's, you know, and Mitch, thanks for the phone. Thanks, thanks for the phone call. I, there, there, there are a lot of a lot better options um, for the Jets than than Zach Wilson. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, come on now, right? Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Richard. Richard calling in from Jacksonville, like Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, people actually live here. I, unfortunately, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm a New Yorker, though. I, listen, I, I, I'm embarrassed by how much this conversation frustrates me. I don't know why I'm so triggered by this whole thing, but I got to tell you, man, Daniel Jones is definitely in the parlance of what qualifies a $40 million quarterback today. That's reality. Anybody who can't wrap their head around that, it's their own problem. It's not his. I mean, I think they should reward the guy. But here's – I want to make a couple points. A – if you really want to, like, score and get people undervalued, you have to do what you said. you got to take the chance. Like, they should have signed him to the fifth-year option. Wait it. You can't, you can't have it both ways. You can't wait and then expect to go back and get the discount. If you, after they went to uh, London and beat Green Bay, you're telling me that they shouldn't have signed. Like, what, what else did they need to know? At $22 million, why shouldn't they? You know what I mean? They should have signed him at that point. As far as the injury goes, how impossibly can you predict an injury? Show me one player where you know that they're going to get or not get an injury. The injury thing has to be a non-starter in all this, right? Well, I mean, how do you well, how here's, do you manage here's, the injury? Here's, here's where Richard, Richard, here's this, here's this is what I disagree with you on, um, and and you know I, I played sports and don't hang up, please, don't go anywhere. I, I played sports my whole life. I'd like um, to say something. I, now. I, okay, I'll I've had. Up. I've had seven knee surgeries, three three ACL, four meniscus. Why? Um, I my, my quads are really developed, and so I have a lot of quad weight, which puts a lot of stress on my my knees. And there, it only takes twelve pounds of of undi- of it's called like undistributed weight to tear an ACL. So I so genetically. I have an issue with my knees, obviously, seven knee surgeries. So I, I'm sharing this with you to say injuries are genetically, there is, there's, a, there's a percentage no. as to how genetics play a role yeah. in, in injuries. But that's Hello? not what we're talking about with, a, with an NFL quarterback where he could get a random concussion or something. That has nothing to do with a leg, you know, a predisposed to hereditary pre-genetic thing okay okay but we don't but we don't but but with but with with daniel jones richard it, it was the neck in the back don't well, recall, let me, let me recall make, let me make right at the at the, end of, at the end of at the end of at the end of last season he didn't play didn't play a lot of games because of the neck in the back now you know neck injury we saw exactly, Peyton Man- but- 
let me just make this point. But okay? but but, yeah. a, but a lot of t- a lot of times those neck and back injuries are hereditary. There's 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 something there's, we saw it with Peyton Manning, right? Like a lot of that is hereditary. So and 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 I don't have the particulars. I don't know the details in regard to that. But that could have been a reason why, right? It was it was at the end of last season, not this past season, the season before, where Daniel uh, didn't play much. Remember. Um, What's his face came in uh, the backup quarterback who played who, who played in Tampa for a, a while. He was just god awful. Um, so I, I just uh, what'd you say? What'd you say? Yes. Oh gosh, he was so bad. I mean, uh, put me out there, coach. Um, so so there's I I I truly believe I truly believe that genetics play a role in 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 injuries. In sport, you can you can eat all the right foods. You can drink the oxygenated water. You can sleep in the oxygen, the oxygenated oxygen. Am I even pronouncing it properly? The oxygen, uh, oxygen um, sleeping capsule. Um, you can eat the avocado ice cream like like Tom Brady. Not let your dog sleep on your bed like Tom Brady. Um, not drink any adult beverage during the season like the majority of them do. You can do all those things, come in on your days off to get the therapy, get the work. But some people are just prone to injury. They just are. So, so there, there's that. So the injury situation and, 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 and when it's not a small sample size and when it's a lengthy sample size, um, like for example, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. I, I know for a while that was talk, oh, I'll bring Odell back here to New York. Why? Dude can't stay healthy. He 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 can't. Why why do you want to you know why do you, why do you want to have a quarter why do you want to have a wide receiver, um who, it just time year in and year out time and time again is constantly getting injured, and it's some it's pretty significant injuries, right. So. Hereditary, uh, genetics. It plays a, a huge role. Trust me. 800-919-3776. Uh, we'll continue with your calls next. Anita Marks with you here on this Saturday evening. Ooh, how different. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So in the break, Jacob and, and Joe are producing the show. And well, I, I've got a really good story. Okay, I'm going to share it. I'm going to talk about two people who are just phenomenal human beings. So uh, in November, I started working with MSG, the garden and, and doing shows for them gambling shows for them. And sometimes I go in studios, sometimes I'm home. And when I'm home, I use my my computer camera. And it's, it sucks. It's so bad. And, um, and so my the quality of the uh, the video when I do hits for MSG at home. Are, are, yeah, it's really bad. So just out of nowhere, Bruce Beck, who I haven't spoken to in years since I worked for the Giants, texted me and he said, "What's your address?" He said, "I'm sending you, you." He said, "I'm sending you a camera. This is this is unacceptable." And sure enough, I get a camera and I used it today. And so I'll be on MSG later on tonight. And so I was texting Bruce saying, thank you so much. You're a mensch and you're awesome. And thank you and thank you and thank you. Um, I, I can go on and on about what a phenomenal human being Bruce Beck is, by the way. Okay. And then I said, oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm going to dinner tonight. My good friend Tina Servasio is making dinner for like 10 of us. And what'd you say? And then you said name. Would you say name drop? Yeah, that's a name drop right there. That is not a name dropper. How's that a name dropper? I'm in, you know, I'm in the business too, Jacob. I've known Tina for 10 years. I'm not saying you didn't, but I'm just saying like, you no, know, but that's not a name dropper for a guy like me and Joe. Like regular, you guys are in the business. We're regular Joes though, compared to, uh, you're you are not compared to you and Tina. We don't got that. Well, what names do you think we have in the Rolodex that we're going out to dinner on just a random Saturday night? Oh, I'm not going out to dinner. Tina is. Or, I'm sorry. Tina, I'm sorry. Tina is. Tina dinner. just got back from from uh, spring training, and she is Miss Chef Servacio right now, um, whipping up some chicken and all kinds of goodies uh, for ten of us. How about that? She's the girl who does. She's the girl who does it all. I love 10, Jordan wow. Ronan and, and Connor Rogers. They're not making me dinner on a Saturday night. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting drinks for Bart Scott and Alan Hahn just because. Like. You're not. No. I mean, no. I'm not. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Well, it, it it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a name dropper. We were, we were just having conversation in the break. Like, hey, what are you guys doing tonight? This is what I'm doing. It was about. It wasn't about a name dropper thing. <laughs> just wasn't expecting it that's all yeah okay. it, it definitely wasn't unexpected but i hope you have a great time and hope you bring a doggy bag back because we're hungry <laughs> Uh let's continue with your calls uh let's go to larry in the bronx larry what's up man welcome in how you doing how are you i'm great all right. I just, um, hey, I, I love your picks all the time. I think they're great. I love trailing yours. I, I can't say the rest about everybody else on Daily Wager, but uh, I want to hear what's your best bet of the night. Um, what is my best bet of the night? 
It has to be the XFL, Larry. And Larry, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate you watching Daily Wager, folks listening in, part of the gambling platform for ESPN. Uh, We do a show Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on ESPN2. It's called Daily Wager. I'm on about three or four days a week. So, uh, and and here's the thing. And, And Jacob and Joe, I want you to chime in on this, okay? Because I can't stand best bet. We, we typically, we end the show with our best bet. And I'm constantly telling the producers, I have like three or four bets that I love. Like, I can't say that there's one out of the three or four that I'm like, oh, this is it. Like, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe once a week or once every two weeks, I'm like, oh man, this is it. This is the bet of the year. This is the bet of the century. This is it. This has to hit. Okay. But every night, I don't, I'm, I'm looking at the bets and I'm like, um, okay, I guess take that one, right? Because I, I don't have true conviction in regard to which one is a quote unquote best bet. So you know what happens? So we make like anywhere between four to six plays. We give out four to six plays in the course of the hour show. I'll go five and one or I'll go four and six. And sure enough, the best bet is the one that loses. But nobody remembers the other bets. So I'm like, I, I, I tell the producers, I'm like, I don't like best bet. And who, who gambles that way? Jacob, I know you gamble. Do you just put one bet in a day? No, I don't. Do you, do you, do you just put one bet in a day? I don't, but what do I, I do love as a degenerate is when I do see those best bets, I usually take the opposite. I'm sorry. I, I just have to. <laughs> okay. I see, because there's a lot of, like, best bets I see for the NBA, and this year has been weird for the NBA. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of unders and uh, the spreads. Well, I did been... have the Kings last night, just so I... Oh, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. So you you cashed in on a nice I ticket. Had, I, had, uh, I had Gabe Vincent oh, under 12.5 points, under 2.5 three-pointers. He had two points, and he was 0 for 7 from downtown. That's kind of weird. For as high-scoring as the game was, you would think uh, at least everybody would have double digits. But yeah, usually the best bets I usually go with the opposite of what's being picked because I don't have enough conviction and uh, confidence, and I've seen it happen to me where I just took the best bet and it usually doesn't hit. So anyway, I, so again, I, I do, I, I sincerely, I, I sincerely appreciate the phone call, um, and I, and I appreciate you watching watching Daily Wager. But but in all sincerity, I hate best bets because it's the only thing the viewer remembers. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I go five and one. It doesn't matter if I go four and two. I'm still. I've still won you money. But the only thing that resonates is best bet. And Anita got her best bet wrong. So I'm gonna come after her on social media, which is fine. <laughs> I, like I'm used to it. I, like I don't. It's I'm. I, it's fine. I'm. It's fine. Um. At, wh- what's my best bet tonight? I, I can't say that I. because I, I, I didn't. I didn't do daily wager today, so uh, I can't say that I. I mean, you I can't say that I, I. can't say that I have a best bet tonight. But I, I'll tell you what. The XFL. Uh, they're kicking off in about an hour and a half. The D.C. Defenders going up against the Las Vegas Vipers. Weather conditions out west, no bueno. Okay, rain, wind, wet, cold. They're, they're not used to that out there. Okay, D.C., great defense. Greg Williams, remember Greg Williams, defensive coordinator from the Saints who got in trouble? He's the defensive coordinator for um, the D.C. Defenders. Um, also, their quarterback, Tamu, only 86 passing yards in week one. They like to pound the rock. What does that mean? They're going to eat up, eat up the time of possession. And the Vi- Vipers defense, they didn't allow any touchdowns last week. So I, if, if you're looking for a play from me, 
Um, I'd go the DC Defenders and the Las Vegas Vipers under 36 and a half points. That's 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 my that's my play for you tonight, my friend. Quick break. Uh, we come back. Joe Wiz is going to join us. He's got his own gambling show here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. He's got some picks and some plays, uh, and then we will continue with your calls. So, Randy, Richard, I want to say was Tom just on? He just hung up. I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, but we'll continue with the conversation. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm with you until seven o'clock. I do want to talk about the Yankees and Mets. I really want to talk about the Knicks. You'll be able to to, to listen to that Knicks. Pelicans game right here on 98.7 ESPN. I am, let me tell you, I am all in on this. Now. I love the addition of Josh Hart. I like, I am in on this, on this Knicks team. And I think here's my comparison with the Knicks. I think the Knicks are the Jacksonville Jaguars of the NFL slash of the NBA right now. Right? Like, don't you remember as we got closer to the postseason and the Jags got in, they were that team that, like, knew nobody wanted to face. Nobody wanted to play. We, you didn't expect them to win the championship. I'm not sitting here telling you the Knicks are going to win the championship. Far from it. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is, ooh, that Knicks team is a team that I don't think any of these cats want to face. That's what I'm saying. 800-919-3776. We'll be right back. Anita Marks with you on the Saturday late afternoon, early evening. Um, here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The caller who called in <laughs> to inform me that Jake Paul plays tomorrow. Uh, the fight is doesn't play, but uh, the bout, the match uh, is tomorrow. Jake Paul going up against Tommy Fury. Um, where is the money? 62% is on Fury. 32% is on Jake Paul. 5% is on a draw. Very interesting. These are two really powerful punchers. So... Um, I, the 5% that's on the draw, I, I think could be really interesting money, <clears throat> you know, because their, their fighting styles are very similar to one another. You know, they're, they're not two guys who typically like, you know, uh, what is it? Is it gr- do you guys watch a, a lot of 
like you know the the mixed martial arts and the yeah i mean a, a lot of i watch a lot of mma and ufc not as much as okay. i used to um so but... so so let me so this is what they're saying they're saying that th this fight might be a little bit like disappointing because it's going to be apparently they were saying that this could be a little bit boring because they're they're both just power punchers and so you know it's it's not like they're going to be taking each other down and, and doing any kind of jiu-jitsu moves or anything like that like that's not what this fight is going to be about i guess in essence i mean i've seen a lot of like i guess boxers transition to mma where yeah they didn't well, it wasn't ex exciting compared to other fighters, but mm -hmm. I mean, if you do like certain type of fighting or you like that traditional boxing, I think it'll be a great match for that. Uh, let's go to our callers, Jose in Brooklyn, calling in. Jose, good evening. Welcome in. How you doing? Good, good evening, Anita. Uh, wanted to bring up a uh, Nick's point because uh, I've been pretty much watching. I was watching the game yesterday. I thought Julius Randle was awesome and. Really, kind of pretty much was the consistent factor of us coming back last night. I wanted to um, ask what were your views because I really think that they have an excellent shot of possibly sneaking into the fifth seed and possibly having uh, what, what I think in my mind would be a favorable matchup. I know the Cavs may have a better roster with Donovan Mitchell, but I also feel like the Knicks could definitely be able to take take a couple of advantages in that matchup. You know, it's interesting, and thank you for the phone call. Uh, this is a discussion I had this week on, on, on an earlier show, a previous show, and that is, um, okay, so a few things. Number one, the Nets lost to the Bulls 131 to 87. That was their last matchup, their last game. Season low in points, only scoring 87 points. Cam Thomas, marinating this for a second. Cam Thomas was their was their points leader with 22 and he came off the bench. <laughs> ben Simmons dealing with uh, knee soreness still had to have fluid drained out of his knee, the plasma injections. You know, even so, that dude's only averaging 666 a game. So no KD, no Kyrie, Nets are done. So yeah, I mean, could could the Knicks move up into the fifth seed? I, I do believe absolutely. And and it will be interesting if, if that's where they land. But I, I, I'll tell you this, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like the matchup with the Cavs. I don't. Mm-mm. Um... They've they've got a great defense. They're really solid in the paint. Um, Donovan Mitchell, obviously, uh, the addition to that team. Uh, solid defensive team. Good offense. I, I I don't. I don't I don't like the matchup for the Knicks going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I just don't. Not for me. Uh, but w what's the probability of the Knicks? Uh, making their way up to the fifth seed, I think it's pretty likely. I see the Nets falling out, falling out, falling out. Now, here's the thing. Do they fall out enough where they're out of the um, the play-in situation? I don't believe so. I think the Nets will win just, you know, with Katie and Kyrie there and the number of wins, they're 34 and 25. With the number of wins that they have, I think it's just enough that they're going to be able to do just enough to finish in the top 10 and be one of the play-in games or play-in teams. I, I, I truly believe that. Okay? 
but I think it's 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 pretty likely that the Knicks uh, do make their way to five. But I do I do not I do not like that that matchup against the the Cavs. I just don't. Um, quick break. We come back, Richard, Randy. I promise you'll be first up, and then um, and then a lot of people are asking me for my XFL picks and plays for this week. I'll give you those, and I would like to spend the last hour taking some Knicks calls. Let's also talk about the uh, the Mets and the uh, the Yankees. Spring training has already started, so we'll dive into all that with you for another hour right here on 90.7 ESPN.